I think from a bit much of a bit much of perspective, um, what we really want to be is that cloud testing infrastructure for the internet. Um, so there is a rapid transformation happening, and we see more than half of the global economy in the next ten years is going to be a digital economy. Um, so how can we be the testing infrastructure uh, for the new digital economy that's getting created? So that's where we want to be. Hi, welcome to Forbes India's The Daily Tech Conversation, where we bring you insights from tech entrepreneurs, CXOs, and investors from around the world whose work has a bearing on India. I'm Hari Arakli, and my guests today are Ritesh Arora and Nakul Agarwal, co-founders of BrowserStack. In this episode, Ritesh and Nakul talk about doubling in size every 18 months. blasting past the 100 million dollar mark in revenue and the ambition to make their platform the default place for everyone to test their applications on the cloud they also talk about the need for better governance among startups that are flush with insane amounts of funding ritesh nakul welcome to this conversation with uh, forbes india just to get us started uh, maybe you all could tell us a bit about how the last 12 6 months have been i mean in general of course uh, while the pandemic's been really tough on people it also i guess broadly boosted the demand for tech companies across the world uh, tell us a bit about uh, how things have been at browser stack and we'll go from there sure so um, yeah hari i i think the last two years of pandemic um uh probably the goods and the bads so um, I, i think the good part uh, is we have probably seen um, more digitization happening um, companies across the globe spending on kind of moving their business uh, towards digital uh, and that's probably going to help us in the short term medium term and the long term as well um, uh, the other one there have been some green off green shoots um, uh on in our part of our business where uh, developers can't access devices uh, mobile devices in their offices so there has been a surge in demand for our product mm. um i think on the flip side um i think it's been really tough on the employees uh and their families um i think just going through like um wave 1 wave 2 wave 3 uh that's been really tough um we have been with them all over the um, all long along for the last 2 and a half years and probably supported them in the best possible way we can but it's still being tough mm-hmm. so within within browser stack itself now are maybe some people coming back into the office and on the whole you all are expecting to uh, i guess permanently have some kind of a hybrid workplace arrangement going forward Yeah, so last year we decided uh, to be a remote remote first company permanently. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, so I think the first fifteen uh, months of pandemic uh, was it probably like an eye opener for us of of like hey you know you know, this is another alternative way actually people can get together and work. Um, and so what really remote first means it's kind of two things first. Um, Um, uh, employees have flexibility to work remotely from wherever they want um, and secondly uh, we get people together frequently in offices um, uh, to kind of 
you know, build the company's culture, in, enable uh, collaboration and kind of trust and relationship uh, in the colleagues. So in, in terms of developing your products and platforms, what have been the implications of being a remote first company? Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, I think uh, uh, I'll start with the uh, the benefits uh, that we really see. Uh, I think first, uh, employees get uh, a lot of flexibility um, uh, in terms of where they want to be, uh, especially like the amount of time they can spend it with their families, with their getting parents and so on. Um, and at the same time, like once you settle down into being remote, it becomes far more productive than probably being in the office. Uh, so, uh, and, and then for us, uh, it also really opens up uh, a larger talent pool uh, to hire from really deep talent, tech talent, probably on the go-to-market side, which kind of helps uh, us back as a company to make better products and serve our customers better. Um, uh, there has been uh, um, a bit of challenges on uh, uh, the the collaboration um, and and probably creativity side, um, but but it's it's been two two and a half years, so we kind of have really worked towards it, where we are now smoothing out the collaboration. We really know like um, and everyone in the organization have probably like now adjusted and moved towards how to be really collaborative, but still being remote. Um, and the f- remote first part of it, which we actually get people uh, together in offices frequently, will probably solve the creativity as well. So in a nutshell, it's been a, a win-win situation, uh, both for the business and for the employees. Hmm. And today, overall, roughly how many people at Browser Stack? And uh, I was going to ask you about uh, a more global uh, talent pool as your company becomes bigger as well. So also give us a sense of how the talent pool is evolving. Um, so uh, I think the talent pool, uh the company scaled to probably i think we recently crossed 1000 employees uh, i think globally uh, and the talent pool uh, i think because, like ritesh mentioned like being a remote first has obviously uh, expanded our uh, like up pool uh, talent pool access uh, because now we could hire in uh, more locations uh, but uh, and to some extent i suppose the dynamics of the market has also changed so in that regard there's a lot more people comfortable moving to uh, joining startups uh, so i think that probably both the factors has helped in uh, uh, expanding the talent mm. which are some of the new locations where you've been able to hire uh, really talented people in recent times maybe in the last 6 months one year uh, so I think if you ask globally, we always had uh, operations in US and Europe. Uh, so I think that we are prob- uh, primarily sales and engineering, and that has scaled as well. Uh, but in India, I suppose specifically with where we have the biggest, uh, I think, employee base, I think we have been able to hire in, I think we have presence in more than 60 cities, if I'm not wrong. Uh, it's it's more than 100, Nakul. Uh, it's more than 100 cities and towns where now we are able to hire from in India. You you mentioned earlier, you know, developers not being able to access their devices in their offices. One of the reasons uh, that uh, boost demand for your uh, solutions uh, overall give us a sense of all the different factors you know that are coming together 
that are making browser stack uh, you know even more uh, relevant and your technology is even more urgent for your customers sure so uh, they kind of like do tailwinds or kind of like a market shift uh, that are really helping browser stack grow so um, uh, the, the first one is does uh, the digitization like you probably talked to banks you talked to like retail companies um, a lot of them now probably understand they're not really retail they're actually a tech company happen to be in retail um, mm. they are probably a tech company happen to be in finance um, so that's kind of really pushing uh, the amount of investment that's happening on uh, uh, digitalization so that's a big um, uh, tailwind for us the other one is Uh, the shift uh, of consumer behavior towards mobile devices and the dependence on it like we probably spend how much like 4 or 5 hours every day on mobile devices for various things um and the amount of uh, engagement and time consumers are spending on mobile devices is really making companies invest in it and inherently is helping browse that mm. in in terms of uh, your own technologies uh, you all started by helping companies test their browser you know browsers and on different devices and so on over the last few years tell us about how uh, the platform has evolved uh, you know new capabilities uh, adjacent uh, products and opportunities sure hari uh, yeah like you mentioned we started with solving the problem of uh, i think testing in internet explorer browser Uh, and then we expanded to all browsers then we moved to mobile emulators to start off with uh, with the shift in the mobile uh, adoption stuff and then we moved to real devices where we host physical phones and provide access to devices i think along the journey we moved from pure uh, i think having only one prot line to uh, automation testing prot line and with mobile de- once we have mobile devices and we moved to app testing itself uh, i think in last few years we uh, acquired percy uh, which Uh, took us into visual testing space and got nightwatch as well last year which uh, is expands us into test writing framework space as well so it's been uh, i think uh, it's been a c- continuous e- evolution of existing product lines and adding new product lines uh, if you ask me for existing product lines i think it's been little more about how do we uh, deploy more use cases for customers outside uh, i think what they have been using so some new features some just uh improving uh, uh i think the overall experience with, uh, how customers are using us how can we make it more and more easier and frictionless uh rotline i think that's a, a small example and some of the technology challenges as we scale for example i think we provide real devices when we started because we host a lot of these devices we started with how the setup should be how people set up wifi is in the conference rooms and now we are moving to a setup where how Uh, internet gets set up in uh, uh, stadiums because i think there is a just huge amount of devices in one location and how do we make the network congestion problem solved so that's one example and then this goes across the board same for streaming let's say uh, if you look at zoom the con- like the product looks similar but they're constantly working on how do we improve the streaming uh, technology around it and make it more and more responsive the same applies to our product line so i think it's just a lot of research and engineering goes in the behind the scenes to constantly evolve the products give us a sense of the scale of your reach today um, i mean any which way you think is a good way of illustrating it i mean maybe the number of tests that are run on your platform every day or the number of developers who use it every day uh, whichever way you think is a good way of you know illustrating it sure so um, 
we we have over um, a million developers who probably would be using our products on an annual basis globally uh, from over 130 countries um, mm. and uh, there would be a part of like over 55000 paying customers that we have and and, and how that uh, compare with uh, say a year ago um i can't really disclose the number on the growth rate but um we kind of doubling ourselves every 18 to 24 months i mean typically uh, you know with with technology companies the the 100 million dollar mark tends to be sort of an important uh, milestone have you guys already blasted past that uh, can you give us a sense of where you are yeah yeah so we have blasted past through 100 million we are way over 100 million in revenue um and and continue to grow very well give us a uh, t- tell us a bit about the direction in which browser stack is evolving i mean from a sort of a big picture perspective what are some of the biggest problems you're solving for your customers uh and, and what does that mean for browser stack you know in the coming years the kind of company that you're becoming sure sure hari so i think from a big picture big picture perspective um what we really want to be is that cloud testing infrastructure for the internet um so there is a rapid transformation happening and we see more than half of the global economy in next 10 years is going to be a digital economy um so how can we be the testing infrastructure uh, for the new digital economy that's getting created um so that's where we want to be to make that happen um they kind of like our customers expect um us to uh, provide them a lot more many products uh, to help them solve for more various and complex use cases around testing um and uh, at the same time the other one we probably are heavily investing in our go to market to probably uh scale the business as well as provide better customer service uh, and experience uh, uh, across the globe and and what are the kind of uh, areas where you need to either now hire people or of course you've been making acquisitions as well uh, maybe nightwatch nightwatch is an example where nakul gave this example of uh, writing testing frameworks maybe you can explain that a bit and Uh, and overall give us a sense of the type of skills that you're beginning to uh, either hire or acquire and or acquire sure 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 so um, yeah i think uh, uh, a, a strong deep talent is really important to us so um, we just don't kind of make software applications um, uh, we we really make deep uh, technology products um, uh and and probably which would have layers of technology stacks uh, in that so hiring deep tech talent and even go to great go to market talent is really important for our business um so that's how we uh, look into it from a talent standpoint um uh from like uh, product uh, growth standpoint um the testing is a very fragmented market right now so um uh, you know test automated test framework is one um a segment of the testing market but there are many many such segments um which we are probably going to like um 
either build ourselves internally a lot of them has already started um and probably opportunistically do few acquisitions as well where we think um uh, we can probably get a great uh, technology product in a team in terms of partnerships i mean companies often build partnerships uh, around other companies that can expand the reach of their products uh, is this something that's important to browser stack as well uh, indeed hari uh, it is so i think being a dev tools uh, so there are two parts to it uh, one is uh, being in the dev tools space i think making sure the developer experience is amazing so wherever we fit in uh, from the user workflow i think making sure we are uh, seamlessly integrated with both sides of the uh, tools i think we probably spend a lot of our energy there uh, so we already have you know product integrations and partnerships with over 50 different products there uh, from a pure go to market perspective i think we had partnerships with samsung microsoft can i use etc which probably helps us in you know, a better developer reach and uh, afford some uh, evangelism as well can you explain a bit more about how these partnerships work and take one or two examples and you know in practice on a day to day basis uh, how does it actually work so for example through your partnership with samsung who who are the people who would benefit most from it in terms of the okay uh, you know users of your technology sure. uh, you know what does it bring them Sure. So, uh, from the let's say if we talk about the Samsung partnership, right? So, Samsung partnership today is about uh, how do we enable end users to make sure their app, their websites, uh, uh, specifically work on Samsung browser in an you know provide the same experience what they are providing in Chrome browser, right? So, providing the Samsung browser on our platform across all the Samsung devices was the focus area for the Samsung team, and eventually for the end developers, it makes sure they have easier access. so they could test their applications quickly and uh, you know make sure they are providing seamless experience to their end customers who are coming through samsung browser uh, you know in terms of uh, your business operations companies at your stage often have one or both or sometimes three all founders in the us sometimes they shift to the us what's what's the thinking at browser stack have you also uh, either moved base or i would imagine if not you would definitely have senior folks running your operations but in sort of the medium to long term what is the thinking between the two of you uh yeah hari sir so, hari we we think differently i think we we probably are a global company um and um nakul and i probably are just probably in and out uh, spending insane amount of time probably traveling with our and spending time with our customers all across the globe so it really materially materialistically matter very less where we kind of base out of um and we heavily depend on our probably management team and leadership team to probably scale our business globally since since you have operations in the us and and you did say that you know in in the most important tech markets the the go to market functions would be the uh, most important uh, roles where you would have uh, people that said in terms of building your products and your platform are there areas uh, that you still need to uh, find people in silicon valley or uh, some of the other hubs can you talk about uh, how this is working today in terms of work that you do in india and work that you need to do uh, you know in, in more mature ecosystems yeah sure i think uh, uh, from talent standpoint i think we heavily depend on uh, um, Uh, the silicon valley and the entire united states to probably hire the go to market talent for us uh, 
from an engineering standpoint, uh, yes, selectively will probably uh, hire talent uh, across the globe, but still like uh, we, we strongly believe there is an amazing and a great engineering talent available in India. And what kind of experience are you now able to find in India that you would not have found you know, even three years ago? I, I, we do uh, see a lot more people coming back from US. Uh, I think that's probably has helped because of the, I think the ecosystem in India in general, uh, there is a lot more startups coming up and a lot more people coming back to either join or uh, I think contribute in a very uh, meaningful way. And also, like I said earlier, mentioned earlier, a lot of people who great talent sitting in big MNCs out of India, they are also open to probably, you know, contribute in a meaningful way to make India, uh, I think the next uh, uh, next digital economy uh, in a more uh, contribute to the globally in a meaningful way. So I think that's both has helped dramatically in availability of the pool. Of course, the market is also hiring, like all of these guys, startups are also hiring aggressively. So the talent trends to me still remains the same, but uh, I think it definitely has expanded the pool in a lot of ways. Yeah, Hari, I would like to add to that. So this is something like I've seen as a big shift uh, in the last two to three years where uh, three years back, like uh, people working in large companies would um, uh, you know, really stay away from joining startups because they were really unsure and there were very few of us. Um, but now I think it's just far more easier to probably hire from a large organization. And people are also very much willing to contribute back to kind of like the make in India thing. Uh, can you go into one level of detail further on this? Take two examples of you know specific uh, skill sets, specific experiences that you would really value at Browser Stack, which you are now beginning to find uh, in India, which you wouldn't have found a few years back. Um, I, I think the leadership ex talent uh, is is was the biggest challenge we had uh, uh, before, and now it's kind of eased uh, out. Like we are single. Uh, senior folks who have been really trained and have worked in large organizations for many years are very much open to uh, uh, taking up executive roles in startups and younger organizations. And, and on the technical side, you know, in terms of experience or knowledge of specific uh, software programs, specific kinds of, you know, higher level coding, I mean, anything that comes to your mind that you're now beginning to find more people in India that were not there earlier. Uh, not really, Harry. I think that during talent, at least uh, from uh, junior levels, I think I did, don't uh, see probably we didn't have it earlier. Uh, like I said, like Ritesh mentioned, I think leadership level where you want to probably contribute more uh, aggressively on the business front as well across mm -hmm. the board, whether it's product engineering and stuff. I think that's where we definitely see a lot more uh, more experienced pool available for building a global, uh, I think, internet company out of India. Uh, mm -hmm. But the junior, I believe, like we had, we always had great talent just working in different places. And uh, but I don't see a challenge there earlier, as well, at least personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. From from this point onwards, uh, given that you're you said you're well past the hundred million dollar mark, uh, and you're growing, continue to grow pretty fast. Uh, what what are the ways in which your go to market requirements? Uh, are changing because you're now a bigger company and then you're probably looking at your next big targets in terms of becoming an even larger company. 
Yeah, sure, Harry. So uh, we, we think about go-to-market um, in a way that how can we constantly add more value to our customers? Um, and uh, we invest heavily on the go-to-market side to probably mature it uh, and scale it uh, across the globe. Uh, we, we started with a being a product first company and a product led go to market and then how and, and over the course of year we have layered um, uh, different aspects of go to market uh, uh, to probably provide a better customer experience and we continue to do that as we scale across all the segments um, uh, whether it's the commercial market for us or the enterprise or whether it's uh, selling into United States or Europe I think we're just probably expanding at, uh, at all the places. Mm. So, as you know, uh, in in recent times, a small number of Indian uh, you know, software companies uh, is emerging where the founders and even their investors are talking about uh, bigger ambitions. Typically, people are, have articulated this aspiration of becoming you know billion dollar revenue companies. Uh, what is the way you look at it uh, at Browser Stack? Oh yes, uh, I, I truly believe uh, that we will see uh, a billion dollar plus revenue companies from India, like, and and we would like to be one in probably years to come. Uh, it's a it's a journey. I think we 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 aren't really first about hey we want to do this in like X number of years. I think we are probably thinking about uh, it's a journey. Um, can we build browser stack for the next thirty years? Um, it's probably a large uh, growing organization and crossing a billion dollar revenue would be just one of the milestones in its journey. Okay, so from, from, from where you are to getting to that point, uh, obviously would have mapped out uh, various things uh, in terms of your strategy uh, quite seriously. And you mentioned earlier on that your ambition is to become the cloud testing or default cloud testing infrastructure. So uh, how does that translate into your biggest priorities in terms of what you need to prepare for what you're investing in today uh, for that kind of a future? Yeah, Harit, so uh, product becomes the biggest investment uh, that we are doing at this point in time and even for the next few years. Um, so one kind of, as Nakul said, like investing heavily in our existing products, just constantly making them better and better and better, and uh, probably expanding into new product lines. Um, we are looking forward to very aggressively uh, increase our product portfolio in the next two years. Um, so, so that's product overall is going to be our primary investment. And then also kind of constant, constantly investing um, in marketing, brand building, and sales. You're already a profitable company. Uh, you've been pr profitable, as I recall, you said, pretty much within the first six months of starting the company. Uh, going forward, given some of these uh, priorities that you've been talking about, will there be more fundraising? What's the thinking on that? Yeah, Hari, you're right. So uh, we have been uh, profitable from the get-go, from the beginning itself. And we continue to be a profitable company. Um, and and uh, I think we will continue to be profitable and uh, uh, we would be uh, investing all the profits and probably expanding the business. So um, unless there is a very large acquisition that we may do, but less likely, um, I don't think so. We would need any external fund to probably grow browser still. 
if you were to summarize uh, you know your biggest uh, experiences learnings from bringing browser stack to this point uh, what would be your biggest takeaways so far yeah so uh, i think nakul can also add in more but i think um, it's it's a um, <clears throat> i can name quite a few um <clears throat> i think the number one would be like scaling up the organization um, um it's 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 a constant journey so much to learn um and when you are probably like startup founders very small you just are like probably you just like two or first and then you probably hire the first five ten employees it really doesn't matter so much but once you start scaling up the organization um you know, probably you know learning how to scale effectively very well is probably been the biggest learning experience i've had um and then again like others um how to probably build and strengthen the go to market how to probably think about like um moving from one product small use case to probably a uh, multi product catering to large varied number of use cases globally okay uh, in the context of this conversation uh, any points that you'd like to highlight particularly that you know i didn't ask you about or i just didn't know about yeah hari so uh, something that i would like to share today um, i think i'm really worried about like uh, where the startup ecosystem in india is heading towards um, mm. there has been like insane amount of like um, free money um, uh, that has been coming in um, and it's like there is there is so much pressure uh, on investors and startup founders to deliver um, that it's kind of uh, resulting in bad behavior uh, and poor governance across a lot of startups mm-hmm. um and and we probably are seeing it ourselves like um um uh, a startup in india probably um having like a top tier like one of the best uh, uh, investor being on the board um and they are kind of like uh, trying to steal our ip um uh, uh calling our employees to share the code base and uh, to share like uh, the list of all the customers we have um Mm. so and and it's and it's happening with us we are seeing it um um and and i think it's happening uh, it started to probably grow up and create a a, a big um, toxic environment in the startup ecosystem mm. what, what what have you been doing about this so i i think um, um uh, we we started to probably uh uh um you know probably educate our employees uh, i think it, it starts internally um um uh, because a lot of them are young um and kind of get can get easily influenced by like some quick money so i think it starts internally uh, for us um but at the same time i think it's just kind of um uh, uh, a big bad behavior that kind of like uh, just doesn't stops um and it seems like like the investors know it their board members know it and they just probably like uh, probably support it as well so i think maybe the time for us to probably like take it externally and probably share it uh, that what's really happening i have to confess it's not an area that i have thought about uh, very seriously and uh certainly did not realize the extent to which you are saying that it's 
uh, harming the ecosystem. Um, over the next you know, 12 months, 18 months uh, for you, uh, what is it that you look forward to? I mean, just to end on a positive note. Sure. So um, we're super excited. I think uh, as an organization, I think last year was like uh, uh, one of the best years we have had. Um, our Series B round, uh, we completed our 10 years. Um, uh, we did acquisitions of uh, probably Nightwatch being one of them and so on. I think and we, and, and we look forward to for this year to be even better than the last year. I think a few milestones will celebrate. Um, uh, but at the same time, um, looking forward to launching new products, uh, maybe a couple of acquisitions, um, and probably continue to grow handsomely uh, and being a profitable company. Okay, excellent. Uh, good update for me uh, on Browser Stack. You guys are so insanely focused on your work. Thank you so much for making time for this and definitely hope to keep the conversation going. Well, thanks a lot, Hari. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks a lot. That's it for this conversation. You can find all our podcasts at ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Arakali. Thank you for listening.